1: Ephesians chapter 1, verse number, chapter 5, verse 1 and verse 2. Remember, it's our foundational scripture for this December special we are having. Amen. It says, Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ has loved us and has given himself for us an offering. And a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Amen. 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 So if you remember, if you were here, I started talking about, I started preaching on the topic, walk in love. I laid a foundation last Tuesday on walk in love. And I said that Paul is instructing us here to walk in love. And our example is Christ. Okay, it says, Walk in love as Christ has also loved us. So use Christ as your specimen and your example to walk in love. I mentioned to you also that the dictionary defines love as an ardent and a strong desire for the well-being of another. So if you are walking in love, When it comes to love, there's the lover. Say the lover. lover. Then there's the beloved. Do you get it? The beloved. What we call the beloved. The beloved or the loved. Do do you get it? So the lover is the one who's walking in love. The beloved or the loved is the one who's receiving the love. And I'm saying that here by even looking at... God as our first example, you and I see that when 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 you say you are walking in love, that you do perform an action, and then the beloved benefits from it. So you are not the benefactor of your love. That selfishness. Do you get it? So. If you don't walk, and I mentioned also that if you don't walk in love, you are likely to walk in other things. To walk in love is to be guided by love. So if you don't walk in love, you are are likely to walk in selfishness, wickedness, covetousness, jealousy, and the list goes on. Greed. There are many pride. Hatred. The list goes on. And on and on. And, it's, and there are many things you will be walking in if you don't walk in love. So Paul is guiding us and saying we should walk in love, which means if I say I'm walking in love towards you, I must be doing something to benefit you. you. Remember, it says it's a desire, a strong desire for the well-being to see somebody else do well. Amen. And I gave you an example like God loved the world. Bible says, for God so loved the world. That God did what? He gave the love provoked God, God's love for the world. So when it comes to us and God, God is the lover and the world is the beloved. So God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. He did give something to the world. So that through that, what he was given, the world can be saved. Amen. Amen. And from this scripture, we see Jesus... Jesus that he loved us and gave himself for us, an offering and sacrifice unto God for a sweet-smelling savor. So anyone, the lover is always doing something. You can't say that you are a lover and you do nothing. As the nearest lover by you, what are you doing for my well-being? Yeah. What are you doing for my well-being? Amen. Are we together? So we all, I, I, I'm just getting us to the same page so that we all understand ourselves when it comes to who benefits from the love. Because sometimes we, we try to tell ourselves that love is a feeling. So it's like it's something I feel. So when I'm feeling it, then I'm, 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 I'm in love. Well, that's, that's also love. Because love also, you feel it. Do you see? But, look, that's entry level. If you love, it should provoke you to do something. Bible Paul tells us that the love of God constrains us. It means it restricts us to a certain behavior. To do some things. Hallelujah. Hence, Paul is saying, let us walk in love. Let us walk. Tell your neighbor, walk in love. And he says that John says we should love indeed, not in words. First John 3:16. Hereby, this is how we know life. He says, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whosoever had this world's good and seeth his brother have need, and shattered up his bowels of compassion from him. How dwelleth the love of God in him? How do you know? that the person loves when the person doesn't do something. Amen. Then he says, my little children, let us love not in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Hallelujah. So don't use your mouth to love me. Make it cash. Thank you. Thank you. Don't use your mouth to love me. I love you, Bishop. No, make it cash. It's Christmas. I also eat chicken. Amen. Good. Now, we said, why must we walk in love? Why must we walk in love? I'm just doing a quick recap. We said, love is the greatest commandment. Amen. You must walk in love because it is the greatest commandment. I read to you in Matthew 22 that somebody went to ask, a lawyer went to ask Jesus, tempting him, that what is the greatest commandment? Commandment. What is the one and great commandment? The commandments are a lot. Moses alone had, I think, 634 commandments. A lot. So he asked him, what is the one and great commandment? And Jesus said, you will love the Lord your God. That's one. And the second one is like the first one. You will love your neighbor as yourself. Then Jesus makes a conclusion that on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Everything we are doing hangs on these two Instructions, loving God and loving your neighbor. Loving God is walking in love towards God, and loving your neighbor is walking in love. You see, when we don't say, put it this way, walking in love, we tend to say it's a feeling that I must have for somebody. It's a feeling that I must have, but it's an action that you must take towards somebody. Can I get an amen from the ladies? Yeah, so. We said that's the greatest commandment. Then number two, we said love is greater. Did we say love is greater than spiritual gifts? The absence of love. So you have that as number two. The absence of love reduces everything we are doing to zero. We read from 1 Corinthians, Paul said, if I have, if I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and I don't have love, I'm like a sounding brass and the same by noisy simba. If I give my body to be bent, I have faith that moves mountains. And I don't have love. I am nothing. So you can do everything if you don't have love. And you don't walk in love. It is nothing. Amen. Amen. Number three, we said love is greater than spiritual gifts. Is that not so? And we went through a long and elaborate discussion when Paul was teaching the church of Corinth. About spiritual gifts. We read 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 to come to this conclusion that in teaching them about spiritual gifts, because I told you that the church of Corinth, as soon as they were baptized and they started to speak in tongues, they used that as an endorsement that God is. Do you remember in the book of Acts when Peter went and then he went to, is it Cornelius? And Cornelius being a Gentile, then the sign that Peter used to justify going to the Gentiles was that the Holy Ghost came upon them. So if the Holy Spirit has come upon them, who is he? A mere man to deny them. Do, do, do you remember? You were there, don't you remember, 14 last month? Yes. So there too, the justification to them was the fact that they have, the Holy Spirit has come upon them. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, so they are justified before God, and from that point, they don't do anything anymore. It's just ram bala balababa. That's it. They just speak in tongues, and they were living in sin. They were fornicating and everything. But because they can still speak in tongues, because you can fornicate and still speak in tongues. Yes. So. Because they could still speak in tongues, they used it to justify themselves that they are right. Because if they were wrong, the Spirit of God would leave them and not allow them to speak in tongues. Is that not so? Well, the Bible says the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. You can have the gift. And I know people who have given gifts to that today, they are not connected to me again. They still have the gift. They still have the gift, but they don't have me. Today, they are not; they don't relate with me anymore. I don't do anything with them uh, anymore. But they still have the gift. Because I didn't go to collect the gift from them. That's what it is when it comes to the gifts of God. God can leave you and leave you with the gift. God is not short of that. He doesn't need to collect the gift from you in order to give to somebody. He has a new one for that somebody. So, they used that to convince them that once they are speaking in tongues, they are okay. So, Paul had to explain to them. So, when you read Corinthians from the beginning, he's talking about this their life. Then, when he gets to chapter 12, he decides to address the issue of spiritual gifts. He could have just gone to speaking in tongues, but he said, Look, let me put all together. It's the only gift, speaking in tongues is not the only gift. You guys think the only spiritual gift is speaking in tongues? Speaking in tongues is not the only gift. Then in this, this chapter 12, he outlined different gifts that comes from the Holy Spirit. Do you see? But at the end of it, he said, he says to them, Let me show you a more excellent way. Then he goes to chapter 13. Then he begins to write about love. And he shows them that love is the more excellent way. So at the end of chapter 13, he tells them. Whether there be prophecies, they will fail. Whether there be tongues, whether the, all the spiritual gifts I'm talking about, one day they will all fail. And it will only be left to hope, faith, and love. But the greatest of these three is love. Because love is the one that will endure to the end. Because if you hope, faith, and love, a time will come, we won't need hope anymore. We won't need faith anymore. It says when the perfect is released, we won't need hope, we won't need faith anymore. Because now we will see everything. So we don't need to believe. We are seeing. No none of you needs to believe that I'm here. You can see me. If you are using faith to tell that I'm here, then you have a spiritual problem. Because I'm physically here. Do you get? You can't hope that I'll be here but love will endure. Then he tells them in chapter 14 that although I've talked about all these things, follow love and also desire spiritual gifts. Hallelujah. I think it's even in that chapter that he now teaches them about tongues, properly about tongues. Yeah. Then we said what again? Many other things that our judgment is going to be based on love. Okay. Today, we want to look at what it means To walk in love. So practically, what does it mean to walk in love? Number one, to walk in love is to be like God. To walk in love is to be like God. To walk in love is to be like God. 1 John chapter number 4. Now, 1 John 4, 1 John 3, 1 John 4, John talks about love. Okay, so a lot of things are from there. He says that, verse 7, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and anyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. All right? He that loveth not knoweth not God. Why? For God is love. God himself is what? Love. Love. He says, if you don't love, you don't know God. Because God himself, he's love. So how can you say you know God when there's no love? When you see God, the thing to know is love. The thing, the main thing to know, about, know of God is God himself, is God loves and he is love. It's an embodiment of love. So the more we walk in love, the more God-like we become. The more godlike we become, the more you are filled with love and you walk and operate and take your decisions in love and you are guided by love. Not selfishness, not jealousy, not anger, not greed, not wickedness, not jealousy, not envy, not any of these things. As you operate in love, the more godly you become. A loving person is more godly than a tongue-speaking person. I say it again. A loving person, somebody who's filled with love, is more God-like than somebody who's filled with spiritual gifts. That's, you are dealing with God. Once you start dealing with love, you are dealing with God. Hallelujah. You are dealing with God. So, it's, look, hardly will people wake up to pray that, Lord, make me loving. We will all be praying for the gift of prophecy, the word of... I don't know why we like the gift of prophecy like that. I think the prophetic makes you powerful. We like people's affects. Eh? I was at a crash graduation not so long ago. One of the children received an award for gossiping. Story, storytelling and gossiping. For being the best in storytelling and
0: gossiping. Hey.
1: So I hear that that's the reason why we like prophecy. <laughs> because because we like people's affairs. <laughs> We will pray for gift of knowledge, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, those to know things. But we will never pray that, Lord, make us loving. Because when you see somebody who is loving, it doesn't look powerful. It doesn't look powerful. It looks even weak. It looks like, oh, this guy, you can get away with anything when it comes to him. Or her, I mean, you can just swindle her. You, everything she's taking, she's swept by everything. But really, in the eyes of God, the more loving you are, the more God-like you are. <laughs> the more you are like God. So, wives, be more like God. Husbands, be more like God. Amen. Yeah, be more God-like, full of love. Oh, but you know, moss, you don't have to. But she said amen for, she's the spokeswoman. Amen. Amen. That we are more like God. We are more like God. More like God. It's like, like I'm walking in love towards you. Now, it sounds vague, so let's go to the next point. So that we know really what we are expecting when we say you are walking in love. Number two. To walk in love means to express the signs of love. We are all becoming godlike. 1 Corinthians 13, I'm reading from verse 4. It says, Love suffered long. Let me find a user friendly version. Of the love, 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 the mysteries of love, so that. Bibla. Living Bible. The more you express the deeds of love, the more you are walking in love. Okay, it says. Love is patient. It's patient. So, walking in love towards me means you will be patient with me. Amen. Means you will be patient with the person. You, the lover, will be patient with the beloved. Patience. Which means, take your time. Take your time. No start to complain. Yesterday I taught you this thing you still don't remember. How dumb are you? Uh, be patient. This is the, uh, I think it's for marriage, married, Mr and Mrs. Then you guys can take the rest. Be patient. Love is patient. I mean, it applies to, as for love, it applies to everybody, to be honest. But I think the place that you are tried the most is in marriage. Be patient. You can't wait for things to happen. When was it that the prophet led us to prayer? Sunday, no? patience. Patience, Sunday morning, patience. Be patient. Take your time. As a pastor, I'm patient with you. Or I'm trying to be patient with you. Yeah, I'm trying to be patient with you. There are things in my head and in my mind that I want you to become. But I have to patiently wait for it to manifest. I can't rush it. I can't rush it. More love to wait. Patience. Sometimes I teach you the same thing again and again. Then you come, you'll be yawning like you have never heard it before. (laughs) I'm patient. I need more love. (laughs) You too be patient. You too. You too. I'm sure that by now you are expecting that by now I've raised raised three people from the dead as your pastor. You too be patient with me. It's coming. walk in love towards me walk in love as I walk in love towards you let's be God-like yeah uh-uh. the other day somebody died in Zimkulu you didn't go and raise him then somebody also died in Deban you didn't go and raise him oh, this and then my grandmother listen, have patience with you one of these days you, it will come to you like a surprise when I will raise your cousin from the dead but have patience with
0: me. <laughs>
1: yeah, have patience. So, have patience. One with you are with a friend, walk in love with them. Have patience with your friend. Look, it takes people forever to change. If you have had a child before, you will understand why you need to learn patience it takes human beings a long time to learn one thing, and even to master it. You teach them the same thing. Look, when they start going to school, they go to teacher Brenda, they teach them the same, every time. Where is that Chloe girl? I saw her recently, I asked her, did you go to school? Yes. What did you learn in school? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. She said to me, Nothing. So I I asked her, So are we wasting our school fees? She said, No. So I I said, So what did you do in school? She said, I was sleeping. (laughs) Where where, where are you bringing her?
0: Where, Where are you bringing her? Where are you bringing her?
1: She said, She learned nothing. She was sleeping. Sleeping. I said, why did you learn nothing? She said she was sleeping. We'll bring her to school the next day. When you ask her, what did you learn? Nothing. Look, I've, I've asked her two times about what she learned in school. The answer is consistent. Nothing. At the point, and she, she knows how to talk. She, she, it's not like she doesn't know how to express herself. She knows how to express. She has conversation with me. She said nothing. So I am I, I, thinking maybe there's a course in the school called nothing. Maybe it's a book. Maybe there's a book they read called nothing. Or, but she said nothing. After she has learned nothing, you bring her the next day to school. And when she comes, she will tell you she learned nothing and she comes for graduation, and they give her an award for learning nothing. Hmm? Patience, have patience with me. Take your time. One day, you will meet that same nothing learning child, when she starts to rattle things to you, You you'll be shocked. You'll be so surprised. You would have wished that you also went to school to learn nothing. Yeah. Hmm? Patience. Patience. Even be patient towards yourself. Love yourself enough to be patient with yourself. Yeah. Even with them. Some of us give up because you made one mistake. You made another mistake. Mistakes are, even you yourself, you are a mistake. That's the easiest way for me to put it. Even you yourself, you are a mistake. Mistake is part of life. James James 3.2, it says, In all things we offend, or we, which means in everything we make mistakes. We all make mistakes. So making mistakes is part of life. You can even just see that, look, even you yourself, you are a mistake. So if you make one mistake, then you want to give up. Those who have succeeded... They have succeeded not because they didn't make mistakes, but because they persevered in the face of mistakes. They make a mistake, they get out. That's why the Bible says, The righteous man falleth seven times, but seven times he rises again. He rises again. So be patient with yourself. You learn the song Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive a king. Let every Repair him room, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven, and heaven and nature. I've been singing this song for almost 50 years. I still don't know all the words. One day, I'll know all the words. Patience.
0: Patience with
1: yourself. Patience. Pa- it's called patient endurance. It means Be patient but still endure press. Don't say I'm being patient, so I'm lying down, I'm sleeping. That way you will never make it. Patiently push through. Hallelujah. Number two, be kind. Love is kind. Love is kind. These are the signs of love. Love is kind, which means kindness must flow. Kindness has number two. Love is patient. Love is kind. Remember number. I'm on signs of love. I'm on point number two. And the point number two, second sign of love kindness. Kindness. kind. Love is kind. Kind. There's no love without giving. Kindness is mainly demonstrated by giving. You can tell me a Zulu way that you express kindness. You can show me. But kindness is mainly demonstrated by giving. Giving. Giving, Whether it's giving something or giving a gesture, but it's mainly giving. You give something, you give something. If you are walking in greed, stinginess, you can't operate in love when it comes to kindness. Kindness is giving. Christmas is coming, who are you going to give something to? are you going to give something to? By now, it should be going through your mind, who and who am I going to give something to? You should have, Instead, should have, uh, it came to say, choose your neighbor. No, you yourself, you should even be thinking about it, that Christmas is a season of giving. So, a season of giving, who am I going to give something to? Some of you are preparing room to receive. Making space to receive, but you are not making space to give. Kindness, like you give to other people. like This thing should go to this person. This thing should go to, I want to give this person this. Plan towards it. Intentionally, that's love. Kind, walk in love. So, as you are sharing the grace with me, and say, eh, I love you. It means that Christmas, you are going to walk in kindness towards me. Hallelujah. Walk in kindness towards me. It's kindness. So, May I don't have anything. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked that your your what you are considering that you don't have anything, it will be a blessing to somebody. In fact, the fact that you don't have anything, that's why you must give to somebody. So that room is created for somebody to give to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that you activate the law of sowing and reaping, so that you positioning yourself that you are also, God also has to cause somebody to give to you. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's kindness. That I did some, I gave you a ride, I gave you a this, I did this. That, that's it. That's love. Number three. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud. It's an act of love, not to be jealous. What is jealousy? Jealousy is having an evil feeling towards somebody else's success. When somebody does well, you have a negative negative response. Somebody should find it for us in the dictionary. Negative response towards it. Resentment, envious resentment at somebody or their achievement. Somebody at opposition, possessions or perceived advantages jealous yeah that you resent you are not happy that something good has happened to somebody
0: yeah, you
1: will say I told you it's because it's the pastor's favorite <laughs> because it's the principal's daughter No, that issue is under investigation. We, we, we are having a view of that thing.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Somebody does well. Appreciate the person. Clap for the person. for the person. Be happy for the person. Be happy for the person. Be happy for the person that something good has happened to the person. You are looking for a beloved, your friend finds a beloved, be happy. Be happy for your friend who has found their beloved. Yes. Don't stop grumbling. Like, mm, even me, I'm taller than her. How can, how, how can this guy choose such a, such a short girl? Then you say things like, it will all end in tears. Be happy. Yours is on the way. But now, it's time to celebrate what God has done for this other person. Walk in love towards the person. Uh, Even me, I've been in the church longer than... She she just came to the church last year. And then... stop it. Stop it. Be happy for the person. Be happy for one another that something good has happened. To the person. The person has something nice. Be happy. Next one. Verse, verse, next one. All rude. Let me go to my Bible. Then we come and find it in your Bible. It's not path that we've gone through that. It doesn't behave itself unseemingly. Last week is when we saw it doesn't vaunt itself. Yeah, it doesn't brag. Don't be a braggart. Okay? It doesn't behave itself unseemingly. If you are walking in love towards me, you won't behave yourself unseemingly, which is improperly. In a rude way. Love is not rude. It behaves well. It behaves properly. It behaves decently. Because I'm your head doesn't mean I talk to you anyhow. Even when I blast you, I blast you within biblical proportions. Yeah, I stay within biblical proportions. Yeah, biblical proportions and boundaries. I don't go outside the, the, the range of authority that has been given to me. Yeah. You too, to the beloved, don't behave yourself improperly or rudely or unseemingly. The next one is what? Doesn't demand its way. These are the signs of love, my way or no way. It doesn't seek its own. It's not like it's only me. Think of your, your your neighbor also. How does it affect your neighbor? You're not bathing and coming into the bed. How does it affect your neighbor? It's true that you don't smell you, but your neighbor smells you. I say it again I see the wives rolling their eyes towards me <laughs> you're not batting and coming into the bed after a whole day's work to sleep how does it affect the neighbor hello Should I say it again? I say you're not bathing after a whole day. You've been to Mapushana, you've been to <laughs> you went to Pep, you went to the mall, all this, then you have sweated the whole day. Then you went to the rank, rent control, municipality. Then when you finish, you come and lie in the bed. You say, You are tired. You are feeling cold or you are tired. You didn't fall, so you are not dead. How does have you thought of how it affects your neighbor? Anytime you move in the bed, anytime you turn a bit, you release a new flavor. Then you also, the annoying part is that you say you are feeling cold. So you pull the blanket over. So the blanket is forced to come to to your neighbor's face. Meanwhile, your neighbor is removing the blanket for fresh air. Think about your neighbor, think about your neighbor don't only seek your own don't only seek your own. Sometimes you have to think of other people sometimes you have to sacrifice your your happiness for somebody else's yeah. How many of you have hugged somebody before and the smell weren't good at all? Prophet was asking on when? Tuesday. Yesterday. Yeah. The smell weren't good at all. You see, the problem is that that person doesn't smell the smell. Ah, Is it not yesterday that we put, we said type um, even batting cannot overcome that smell. Yesterday, so they can't smell the smell. So just know, you know I mean, ask me, I don't smell. Look, let me tell you, ask your pastor, you smell. Why am I saying so? Because you yourself, you will not smell the smell. So it's better to assume that you smell so that you can do the necessary things to accommodate your neighbor. One day, I read a story about an old man and his grandson. Now, the old man was sleeping in the front of the house, sitting in the chair and asleep. And then the grandson went to take, I think, peanut butter. Just a piece of, a little peanut, and then rub it on the mustache. This is mustache, right? Put it there. When the old man woke up, he said, ah, the room is smelling of peanuts. The room is smelling. So he left. He said the outside is smelling, so he went into the room. As he went into the living room, he said, ah, the living room is... Oh, who did peanuts here? The living room is also smelling of peanuts. So he went to his bedroom. He said it's also smelling... Then he went everywhere. If he Then he concluded that the whole world is smelling of peanuts. But the peanut was just right. The smell is right with you.
0: It's moving with you. <laughs>
1: You bring the smell. Yeah. I'm saying love doesn't seek its own. It's something that you have to sacrifice yourself for the next person. The person you claim to love. You have to sacrifice. Jesus gave himself. God, you see, God demonstrated his love to him that while we Christ died for us, he gave himself as a sacrifice for us. Sacrifice didn't seek his own, gave himself as a sacrifice. That's love. You won't change for your wife to be happy. That's how my mother brought me up. It's a family thing. Take me as I am. (laughs) Why do you think your parents were so happy on your wedding day? They were happy you were going away. we're going away look seek b- b- what benefits the person you say you love doesn't keep record of it's not irritable doesn't easily get angry it's not like the slightest thing you comb your hair in front it's, comb backwards it's angry you, anything you do is angry Ah, your fuse is so short, the slightest thing it will power will trip. Hey,
0: hey hey. Why?
1: Slightest thing you are angry. Slightest thing you are angry. Before I hear you have beaten your husband. Slightest thing. Or you have beaten your wife. Or you have slapped somebody at the workplace. Slightest thing you are angry. That's not love. If you are working in love, your anger threshold must be what? Is it long? Yeah. You can, it should go on and come back. Go on and come back. Not that the slightest move, no boom. You have removed somebody's wig. Hey. <laughs> And so on and so forth. Doesn't keep record of wrong. Doesn't keep record. Doesn't keep record of wrong. It's like every you have a list, a diary that you have read. Fourth of July, you did this. Second of July, you do. It's like you have the list. Yeah. Anything, anything that happens, you take it, look. This is the seventeenth time you have done this thing in the last one year. I will prove it to you. In 2023, on the 7th of January, and then you repeated it on the 28th of January. You said you were sorry, but on the 4th of February, you attempted to do it, but you were not successful. Then on the 30th. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, don't keep record of my wrongs. I already know that I'm wrong. Don't keep records of it. Next verse, next verse. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices when the truth wins. Next verse. It never gives up. If you are walking in love towards me, don't give up on me. It never loses faith. It's always hopeful. It endures through every circumstance. That's love. That's love. The more you do these things, the more God-like you are. Number three. What it means to walk in love. To walk in love means to respond appropriately to God's love. First John 4, I'm reading from verse seven. it says, Herein is our love made perfect, that we may have boldness in the day of judgment, because as he is, so are we in this world. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. We love him because he first, this is the verse we are looking for. We love him because he first loved us. We love God because what? He first. The reason why we love God is because he first loved us. We responded to his love. An appropriate response to God's love. That's what it means to walk in love. It's like we love because he loved. When somebody loves you, you return it by... What it means to walk in laughter is to return the love with love. That's the appropriate response. Not you return the love with wickedness. That's why the Bible says that he that responded or rewarded evil for good, evil would not depart. It's like he put a curse that When somebody does good to you and you return his good with evil, you give him evil for the good he's doing for you. Evil will never leave your house. The appropriate response to love is love. Recently, we were trying to help somebody with a situation. Then the people started to accuse us of trying to scam them. I said, look at such wickedness. We, we are depriving ourselves of things to help in a situation. Then you are sitting somewhere... With an unbrushed teeth saying that we are trying to scam you. We are trying to scam you. So I I, I called the people who were helping. I said, you know something? So that we don't get into any trouble we have not prepared for. Let's redraw. Let's. Everybody should go and be there. Everybody should go and be there. Because we are just trying to do something to help. We don't have to but we, we want to do something to help. Then now you are throwing an accusation at us that eh, you, you are trying to scam us. You are, I say, me, hey, I was sitting my somewhere. Do you know my somewhere? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> one of these days, I'll give you the address to my somewhere. I was sitting <laughs> quietly at my somewhere, and then a problem has come. And trying to help, now I'm the one who's been accused Of being a scammer. It's costing, helping is costing me money, time, peace of mind, everything. Now I am being accused that I'm trying to scam the government. (laughs)
0: Look,
1: I talked and talked and I said, let's redraw. No. At
0: the
1: end, I said, let's walk in love. (laughs) Sometimes I can even listen to myself. Then I start to
0: laugh.
1: I say, look, never again. It shall never be. This is the last time. Look, I'm warning you. As I'm talking, then I advise myself in the middle of the talking. To the same person that I'm angry and I'm talking to, let's walk in love okay? You let's continue, it's God. We are doing it for God. Forget about these people. Let's walk in love. Then I started to advise the person as though it's the person who was telling me that let's stop.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, sometimes you just have to listen to me. In as I'm talking, I'll change my mind. <laughs> but the appropriate response. Like somebody gives you something, the appropriate response is to say thank you. Very simple. The appropriate response is to say thank you. So when you don't say thank you, it's funny. The same way, when somebody loves you, the appropriate response is to love the person back. When you don't, then it's funny. we, We love him because he first, loved us. God loved us first. And our response to him was to love him back. Was to love him back. Was to love him back. Was to love, him back. Was to love back. When a boy is moving around, a girl casting his love over the place, his aim and hope is that the girl will respond back with love. The appropriate response when it comes to the guy is that the girl will respond with love imagine the disappointment when the girl doesn't respond with love i'm sure some of you brothers have experienced it before some of you sisters have also cast your love and charm abroad Hoping that there will be an appropriate response. A return of the love. And the love didn't come. And when love didn't come. It led to a state of depression, despondency, sadness, quietness. Lamentations. (laughs) Lamentations. Yes. Loss of hope. Regret, loss of hope because he didn't feel the same. He didn't respond in the way you deemed appropriate. You cooked for him. You washed for him. You cleaned for him. Did many things. Somebody said, You cleaned him. You lost weight for him. He was talking one day and he said, He likes size 6 and size 8 girls. And you were 10, bordering to 12. So you went to the gym for him to come to his level. You did push-ups. You did... Um, Pastor Azul, which one is this one? Dumbbells. You did um, bench press. Everything. You You sit-ups. You, uh, what's the one justice does that he hangs on the door? Pull-ups. Pull-ups. Squats. All for him. You run, you did the treadmill for him, you run. Look, since you were born, you have never done the treadmill for anybody. But for him, you did the treadmill. You run, mountain climbing. (laughs) We thought you were going to wait on the Lord. But you were actually trying to lose weight for this guy. You fasted. We thought it was a spiritual adventure. Not knowing it was to reduce your, <coughs> reduce your size. Yeah, reduce your circumference. To change the type of matter which you are. Because matter is anything that has weight and occupies space. So you are trying to have less weight and occupy less space. Only for him to come and introduce an oboshi. Oboshi to you. Do you know what an oboshi is? An oboshi is a plus size girl. A plus size. The guy who says he prefers size 6 and size 8, he has gone to bring size 14. Meanwhile, you were were writing learners code 8. He has gone to bring code 14. (laughs) Meanwhile, you were were code 12. If he's 14, he he had said 14. That one is easy. That one is easy. Tomorrow, tomorrow by this time, you would have been fourteen. You are forced to come from twelve all the way to eight, and he has gone to bring Oboshi. Oboshi, tell your neighbour Oboshi. (laughs) The disappointment. The disappointment. You'd have told us. This is what you like. That one would have been easy. Look, I'm I'm saying to you. Tell me today, tomorrow by this time, I will be size fourteen. For you, I'll do anything. So when, <laughs> when. Such a disappointment or case, we are all not happy because we expect that the response to love should be love. Should be love. So to walk in love actually means to respond to God's love with love. To respond to God's love with love. If you love me, I'll love you back. God loved and God has loved us. So all we can do is to love him back walking in love towards God, to love, to respond to his love with love. Shall I give you one more before we close? Tell your neighbor, obosh.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know why I've not told you this one for in a long time. Okay. Next week, Godwin, when we come, remind me that I've skipped number four, okay? So number five, to walk in love means to set off a chain reaction of love. 1 John four, ten and 11, hearing is love, not that we love God, but he loved us and sent his son to be a propitiation for our sin. Beloved, if God so love us, we ought to love one another. Go back to verse verse 10. Let's read from verse 10. It says, This is love. Hearing is love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us. God is the first one who loved us. And he sent his son to pay for our sins. <clears throat> then verse 11, it says, Beloved friends, my brothers, Beloved, that's what it means. If God loved us this way, then we also ought to love one another. So God started the chain, then we love one another. So it becomes a chain reaction, it keeps going, keeps going. Keeps going. I love you, then you love, then you love, then then it's going. Yeah. It's called a chain reaction of love. Where it's like, we are just loving, so anybody who comes, the love extends. It's just, it doesn't break, it just goes on. usually when you deal with married couples or if you have been married for time for some time or if you have been a couples for some time
0: <laughs>
1: if you have been a, what, a couples for some time you realize that when married people have problems they are all they they, they are they, they, they know the solution but they are all waiting for the first person to make the first move Husbands, amen. amen. Wives, amen. amen. Yeah, it's, not like it's like they all know. You don't like this point? <laughs>
0: they
1: don't like the point. Yeah. But the wife is waiting for the husband to make a move. And the husband, yes, the husband is also waiting for. Some of you, since you married many years ago, after apartheid, you have never said sorry before. You have never said, oh, I'm sorry. Are you that good? I mean, Pastor Zolile, are you that good that you have never said, it's like (coughs) nothing is your fault before? Never wrong. I mean, you think about it. Ten years of being married, Seven years of being married, you have never woken up one day to say, Honey, I'm sorry. Hey. Or, Honey, I'm sorry. Five,
0: five,
1: five, five. I hear born again wives never apologize. Never. Never apologize. for a a husband if there's a problem and you are wrong you apologize if there's a problem and she's wrong you apologize and if there's a problem you are both wrong you still apologize that's it But I'm saying, I'm explaining something. I'm not doing a marriage counseling. I'm saying something. Everybody is waiting for the first person to make a move. So, when it comes to God, he doesn't waste time. He made the first move. He made what? The first move. He said, the, the verse, says it's not that we love, this is how we see love. This is actually the explanation of love, verse 10. That it's not that we love God. Can, can you see the hearing is love. Not that we love God. No, if you leave us alone, we are waiting for who will make the first move. So it's not that we love God, but God loved us. He loved us. He made the first move. And then he loved us. So because he loved us, verse 11, let us also love one another. Not only only let us love God, but let us love one another. Let's let the chain continue. Let's let it continue. Let's let it go on. On and on and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Let's let it go on. It's a chain reaction. Yeah. As you are sitting here, when somebody comes into the church, God has already loved you. So you have to make, the honor is on you to make the first, the next move. We, we can't even call it the first move, but the next move. Because as for God, he has already loved you. So you now have to love your neighbor. You now have to walk in love towards your neighbor. Next move. I'm waiting. You can see two verses. I'm waiting for her to talk to me first. Then talk to me. Look, God has already talked to you. Talk to her. God has, has already talked to you. Talk to her. Talk to her. Yeah. A chain reaction. If we are walking in love. So my prayer for us is that all of us will be filled with love. One towards God. And towards one another. And we will walk in it. I, I said, if there's nothing to do, it's not love. I can even say it confidently. If there's nothing to do, if that thing you say you are feeling doesn't provoke something for you to do, it's not love.
0: Oh, Bishop, when
1: I see I get a certain feeling in my heart. You see, that feeling, that feeling, you see, I try to explain, but I can't explain it. I can't explain it. I don't know. English, words, words do not do me justice to explain the feeling that I have when I see you. When I see you, I'm glad for that feeling, but put it into action. Walk in it, walk in it, walk in it, walk in it. Put it into action. Put it into action. Because the action tells us what I've had people who claim they love me, I mean the type of love they are claiming or the type of love they have claimed sometimes it even scares me. Hey. I mean it's even scary. Until the day they have to put it into action. That's when you see when you see. Look, one day I was standing at the back. You see where the thousand is? Where the logo is? That's where I was standing. You turn your head and see the thousand. You see the thousand. One thousand. Yes. You see there are three zeros. Where the logo is, that's where I was standing. When a guy and his wife came to tell me that they've had a dream, a prophetic dream. I think it's the wife that had the dream or the husband. I don't know which of them, are. They've had a dream, and the dream, they explain. I think I was going to Uganda. I was going to Uganda the next day. I had a very prophetic dream, shared some very wild dream. I listened coolly. I listened, I said, wow. I was even asking myself, how do people sleep that they have sad dreams? Me, how come? Why don't I sleep that way to have sad dreams? What pillow do they use? Shed a prophetic dream with me. This, this, one When they finish, I say, you know something. The best you can do is to pray for me. Pray for me. That's what you can do for me. That's all I can ask you to do for me. Pray for me. Oh, we are going to pray for you. We love you so much. We are going to pray. In the rebellion, they were like the first, the champions. Champions of the rebellion. I'm saying champions of the same. So I ask myself, where is the, wherein, wherein? You see, hearing is love means that this is the love. Wherein, it means we can't find the love. (laughs) I don't know if you understand the English. Hearing is that Nanku love. Wherein is Upi love. myself. Look, I remember, look, I was standing, at, you'll be shocked, I was standing right up. I went to Popomeni, do you know what they said about me in Popomeni? They said, when I say someone, they say, hey, Bishop doesn't forget anything. <laughs>
0: the
1: last time I went there, they thought it would be the last time I'll ever come there, so they were saying different things. They thought I'd forgotten all. When I got there, I started to remind you, you said this, I've come today. Hey. The other, do you, I, they said, oh, this, are you not this then? So they concluded, hey, Bishop doesn't forget anything. To be very honest with you, forgetting things is difficult for me. I said, I remember exactly where I was standing. Under that oath. <laughs> yeah, some of you will remember it vaguely. We were in church. No, I remember exactly where I was standing. I can almost tell you what I was wearing when they came to, and what they were wearing when they came to say it. But in the rebellion, when they, it needed an, the love needed an action. Act on the love. May you act right when your love needs to be put in action. May you act right. Act right when it's time. When when the love needs to be proven. And I'm saying, December is a good time to prove your love. Because it's a, it's, this is where we prove kindness. It's a season of giving. This is a good time. Yeah. Hey, Bishop, I don't know who to give to. Let me show you this one, and then I close. Can I show you this one? And I close. Everybody, look at me for this very one. Can I show you? Can I show you? Are you sure you want to know? Are you sure you want to know? Okay, look at this side of your eye. Just move the black of your eye to this side, not to where I am pointing. Have you moved it? The black of your eye. Can you see somebody there? Can you see... How many of you can see somebody there? That's number... That's one. No, I'm serious. So you think I'm joking, but I'm serious. That's one. Okay. Turn this one also to this side. This side. This side. Can you see somebody there? That's number two. Okay. Number two. Now turn this one also to this side. This side. This side. Can you see somebody there? That's number three. Now, turn it again to this side. Can you see somebody there? That's number four. You have four options. Four. 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 To show your love to. And I believe that God will bless us. Stand to your feet. Let's bring today's message to a close. Lift your hands just shortly as we go home and pray for yourself. Say, Lord, fill my heart with love towards you and towards my neighbor. Help me to walk in love in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Just just pray. Fill my heart with love. Pray. Pray. Lord, fill me. Fill my heart with love. love. In love, love towards you, you. In love, love my towards neighbor, my neighbor. Help me to walk in love, of God. Help me to walk in love. Help me to walk in love in the name of in name Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Ram, papaya, Let me walk in love. in love. Let me walk in love. Nemo Salabas, Sam Payalaya, and the help
0: Nepaloba, to walk in love. Help me to walk in love, help me to walk in love, help me to walk in love. Man Dalabasum by Alatosa came Ranuba, to be more like you, Lord, to be more like you, Lord, to be more like you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, let me be. More more like
1: yeah, you, let me, hey, let me be more like you. Lam
0: Payola, to, to walk, walk in
1: love. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh Lift your hands, let's pray. Father, thank you for every hand lifted up. Help each and every one of us to walk in love. Jesus being our example. Help us to be filled with love towards you, towards one another. And help us to walk in it. Let it show by the deeds of love, by kindness, by, by, by kindness of God, by giving one to another, Oh God. Even in this season of giving, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Wow, what a blessing. What a blessing it is.